Welcome to Chakra Talk with Zoe. I'm Zoe, and I hope everybody had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. Um, so today we're going to be talking about racism within the LGBTQ plus community. It's a very interesting topic to me because, you know, I am I am a you know I'm a <laughs> I'm a gay man of color, and a lot of the experiences within the LGBTQ plus community that I've witnessed or that I've even read about have to do with this, I don't want to say hush-hush discrimination because a lot of it is out there. But more so, it has to do with one demographic of the community, you know, either um, taking part in the oppression of, openly rejecting, disrespecting, sometimes fighting with other members of the community and usually those members of the community that are doing the fighting or being, you know, being aggressive to the aggressors physically usually are those uh, are those with very with I would say not little stakes because everybody has a stake in this, but they have the least amount to lose um with what is on the table. And a lot of times it happens to be cisgender, other, you know, cisgender, usually more often times than not white males. And that has been a continuous um, theme within the community forever, really. And so I've, and it's, it's always been, it's always been a topic of interest to me to speak about to research um i just i'm just trying to find the right words terminology for this because you know racism racism defined within our community is definitely something that a lot of people say you know it's a preference this it's a preference that you know, a lot of it has to do with the... I think the first time I really looked at racism within the LGBTQ plus community is when a guy told me that he just isn't into black guys and it's a preference. Or a lesbian might say that she's not into black women or, you know, someone's not into black this or someone's not into that because it's a preference. And, you know... It's very it's very prevalent in certain aspects of the community. and I And I mean everyday life. But, I'll, but even even on the scenes, if you will, the clubbing scenes and the bar scenes, and especially in big cities like New York, you know, it, it's it's more hurtful. It's more hurtful and painful knowing that your own people do this. And, you know, you know, the saying this I've heard this saying ever since, you know, from as far back as I can remember it, be your own people. And it usually winds up being your own people. It's always your own people that wind up oppressing you and hurting you the most. You know why? Because they because let's be honest. You know, they're they're a lot more like you, but they also tend to occupy the same space, whether it be physically, metaphorically, so on and so forth. And so that's why when when I look at we look at everything like, for instance, why, you know, many of us buy into certain images that fuel our own self-hate, you know, and I, you know, a lot of, you know, at first it was self-hate for being gay. You know, that's definitely a, a self-hate we first have to take a look at. And a lot of it is self-hate because we're not white. A lot of us have been 
pushed to that point. And a lot of it has to do with the images that have been thrown at us, shoved down our throats, ideologies, and essentially, you know, you know, you know, some something telling us that the standard of beauty is this. And the standard of beauty is so broad. But because we've been told this, especially in American culture, we buy into it. We believe that that is the true standard of beauty. But it's not. And it's very hurtful. Because a lot of those same people who want to, you know, who, who essentially want to come off like allies, if you will, they say that, but then they essentially go and do, say and do the same shit that they said that they thought was wrong and they wouldn't do. And it's very, very prevalent. Like, I say the one time out of the year where it seems like every, you know, we all have our shit together is pride. That's, that's, and I have been sorely, sorely disappointed in learning that that's just not the case. The case isn't that we have our shit together during pride. It's just the one year that the community decides they want to be nice to each other. The community is very fucked up to one another on every other parts of the year. And some of it, and you know, some of the worst offenses of it is pride weekend. Some of the shit I've seen, some of the shit I've heard because you don't look a certain way because you don't subscribe to a certain set of beliefs because you don't do things, you know, you don't do a, you know, a certain set of things in your free time because you don't dress a certain way. These are all things that have gotten certain people dirty looks within the community and add being a person of color on top of that that doesn't subscribe to stereotypical shit well well it's something else you have to work at and it's another it's another environment that you feel like you have to work twice as hard in because even in traditionally traditionally corporate jobs it's very hard to get a foot in the door as a person of color now imagine being a queer person of color and imagine that's a queer run organ an organization or corporation but everybody's white and you're not it's very hard it's very hard, even, even in environments and spaces that claim to be accepting. You learn later on whether or not. There are a few different reasons behind that. One of, the, one of the big reasons is that everybody is human. And the only person you will ever win an argument with is yourself. The only person you'll ever win a bet with is, your, you know, if it's you versus the world, the world's going to beat your ass every time if you let it. But the only person you will ever win, win an argument with, the only person you will ever truly get your, your way with, in full as yourself humans have you know you know de deeply ingrained humans have their own interests at heart and that's a big part of it but another part of it is some people are just too lazy to change their thinking some people are too lazy or too this or too that or just don't want to question the way they think and it's part of the reason why nothing really got done over the whole black lives matter george floyd protest of 2020 you know why because it was the same shit that happened with the protests before unarmed black man gets killed white liberals get you know liberals get outraged white liberals start speaking over everybody else and many of those white liberals happen to be white members of the of the lgbtq plus community you start speaking over everybody and the message that's supposed to be out gets drowned out by you screaming to the top of your lungs that black lives matter you think you're saying nothing i mean saying something but you're actually saying nothing and if even some people might actually think they're saying nothing, well, guess what? Right again. You think you're saying something, but shut the fuck up and let somebody else speak. That's always what I say. I say if you actually took five minutes to just shut your damn mouth and listen to other people speak, you think you understand because you know you you belong to a minority community. But the thing is, this is this is one of those communities where 
yes, understandably so, you may understand to a degree what it's like to be oppressed, but you don't understand necessarily what it's like to be a minority and LGBTQ+. And I mean a minority of color. I don't mean a minority of sexuality. Because don't 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 get it twisted. It's not it's not it's not that members of the LGBTQ plus community don't have their struggles uphill downhill no matter the color of their skin. But what I am saying is, you know, race is so heavily ingrained within American culture, you know, that it just it's one of those things that those of a certain generation onward have taken for granted. A certain generation, and you know, a certain a certain generation, all you had were the members of your community, no matter what they looked like. These days, you know, we've made we've made progress to the point where we're segregated based on based on how you look, your body type, what your hobbies are after work, what you do for work, whether you're a clean per whether you're a smoker or a drinker or a person who does coke on the you know, on the side here and there. Yeah, these are actual divisions within the community, and it's very sad. But it, but it, it's very, very telling to the point where we segregate ourselves based on our level of comfort. I think the biggest problem, I believe the biggest problem, and it is, and it's not even just, a, you know, it's not even just that. The, the biggest problem, the biggest problem is comfort. Everybody wants to be comfortable all the fucking time. And nobody's willing to talk about the issues. The main problem, the main reason self-segregation is so easy is because it's comfortable. It's comfortable. It's satisfying. It does the trick long, longer term than it should. And then nothing winds up getting done. And then suddenly these same people, a lot of these people spearheaded these things. They're wondering why nothing gets done. They're wondering why, you know, we're go going out to protest again. Other than, other than for you to take advantage of the moment because you want attention. I mean, there are actually those out there who who want to do something and make a difference, but they ha but they, like many of those who are trying to speak on the actual issues at hand, have a hard time getting through because they're drowned out as well. But based on what is seen and based on what I've seen, they're they're very few and far between, and unfortunately, that that's the problem. One of the biggest problems is very few and far between. And, you know, in order to advance as a community, you have to work together. Our biggest problem is our inability to work together. We're so segregated. I always say I belong to the two most divided communities in this country, the LGBTQ plus community and the black community, the two most divided communities. And guess what? The black community at large. I'm not saying I'm not saying everybody, but there is a great deal of the black community that hates the fucking LGBTQ plus community's guts. But guess what? I want to say the quote unquote faces of the LGBTQ plus community have only made it easier for them to do that. Because what they see, it's not and by that, I mean, you know, especially if they hate the community's guts because of what they've seen their brothers, you know, their, their gay brothers go through. It's. A little hard to 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 like and accept a community fully when you know what they do to somebody who looks like you who just so happens to sleep with men it's so easy it's so easy to get into the mindset of i fucking hate these people even though you really shouldn't take a group of people or someone based on the color of their skin and judge them for that but it's so easy to do again it goes back to comfort it goes back to how how the fuck did this happen 
But another thing is, how the hell did they, how the hell did they get further ahead than me? So there's a lot of disdain. There's a lot of disdain in that regard. I mean, you know, there, there is a lot of tension between a lot of religious religious minorities, and when I say minorities, I mean religious people of color. Religious people of color, like black people, is a great it's a great example. You know, many black people are Christian, and you know, told the hold the Bible true, true, truest to their heart. I mean, you know, despite the fact that Jesus wasn't white, um, he wasn't. I'm not even gonna sit up here in front. He wasn't white, and um, anybody who was comfortable with that. It, I'm just going to put it like this. That's a problem um, in many regards. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, I'm getting off, I'm getting off, going back, going back. You know, there there just there just are a lot of problems. You know, there are a lot of problems and it kind of sort of and it doesn't get any better if we don't talk about them. No one's no one cares. That's the biggest problem. The big, you know, conditioning and no one cares. Not, you know, the, the public at large, the community at large just doesn't care enough. Everybody's dealing with their own everyday problems, and that's understandable. You know, gone are the days when we actually came together for things. But we came together because we don't have any, we didn't have any, we didn't have any other choice. You know, they, we've gotten it through our heads because many of us are lazy by nature, or we're benefiting so it doesn't really matter. That because we kind of have a choice. The thing is, we've always had a choice. But back in the day, they didn't really have a choice. They had a choice, but they didn't really have a choice. It's like the one choice is to stick together with this community and hold on for dear life or say fuck it and be a coward. And a lot of people, a lot of members of this community, many of the, many of whom are benefiting from this community, just are kind of being a coward about it. And it's very sad to say, but it's true, you know? And there are many, and then there are others who... Who, who fuck with everybody and that's cool and that's awesome but there but but the problem lies there the problem that lies there is why to you their intentions you never really know what someone's intentions are it's a great it's one of the greatest mysteries of life honestly you never know when you start fucking with somebody new what's truly their intentions like for instance i have this off and off again on again guy that i i more or less talk to every now and then like it seems like an every summer thing and as of late, sort of, kind of, a few times this winter. Um, and he was a nice guy, you know? And <laughs> I always, you know, one of the, we, we met on an app and he has a very, you know, he's a very similar outlook on life as I do. He's half Irish and half Colombian. And like I said, he just has a very interesting outlook on a lot of things you know, they're, many of them mirror mine and many of them are spot on. And while that's great, you always wonder what this person's intent is. You know, this person is a white passing individual and has probably played on that for a very long time and they can't deny it. But that's the thing. It's like, if you have an advantage, if you have a privilege, if you have something over somebody, you're going to use it. So you can't really give anybody shit for that. Having said that, this person, it seemed tend to use it for a lot, a lot of the wrong reasons. You know, it's it's as if this person wants to has some type of dominance over over you. You have passing privilege and you primarily only go for people of color. And it's and a lot of intentions in that regard are questionable. You know, he you know, he he works in a very interesting field, mathematical. And, you know, I always say, you know, he has a you know, he's like I said, he's a very out, interesting outlook on a lot of different topics in life, a lot of them political but he also, what really got me interested in him is, you know, he's a very interesting, you know, how do you say, 
dental tool. Um, he actually has a relatively big dental tool and his dental tool is very, very effective. Um, and his dental tool cleans teeth amazingly. I'm like, it really gets the germs out. Um, you know, it can really go in and clean up and it really did that. His dental tool, he really knows how to use his dental tool. Um, and I would say he has a tendency to think with his dental tool um, and his dental tool can get him into trouble as it can with most dentists um, or dental assistants, who knows. So his dental tool can also be a great distraction for other people. And many dentists have this tendency with their big, relatively large dental tools to use that to get what they want. And a lot of times the intent is malicious. Um, you have to watch out for those dentists with those huge dental tools. Um, because I did not watch out for huge dental tools. Um, my teeth are clean now, so that's good, you know? I've got good teeth, always had good teeth. Um, but yeah, you have to watch out for that. But what you also have to watch out for is the self-hatred. There are a lot of, a lot of it, a, a lot of what comes, a lot, a lot of what I've experienced actually didn't come from white gay men. A lot of, a lot of disrespectful and racist comments I got came from other minorities and some of them other black men. And that's the saddest part. And it comes from your own people. Like I said, it be your own people. And in that regard, it really be your own people. It's so sad. But it really be your own people sitting up there giving you shit because of how you dress. Or, you know, one of the most shit examples is your hairline. I had a guy on one of the apps tell me, for starters, he kept bitching and going on about how he doesn't talk to black dudes. This dude is dark as shit, all right? Uh, it's it's. <laughs> I don't know if it has complete you know if it has complete you know holding with the story but that he, that remark was kind of funny like you you have to you have to have a sense of humor about it um but you know i'm like how did, i'm like how is this dark as shit nigga gonna sit up here and tell tell him sit up there and call me ugly and it's not that he's it's not that he's ugly but how are you gonna sit up there and call me ugly you know like, how are you going to do that? Like, how are you just going to sit up there and call someone you don't know ugly? First, you started the conversation with me. And second of all, it's just like he the, the way he went about it, it just and it didn't really make it any better when he was like, send me a picture. And I sent him a picture of my face and he looked at, and apparently he looked at my head and was like, said that something about how 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 uneven hairlines are a huge turnoff. It made a really huge and disrespectful deal about it. And I'm like, how the fuck? I'm like. I really, I'm like, I, I laughed at that conversation for a good two minutes. I was like, that's fucking funny, bro. How you gonna sit up there and give someone shit for their hairline? That's so unnecessary. It's so uncalled for. But people sit up there and judge you for little things like that. And it'd be your own people. And that's the saddest part about it. We can't even, how can we confront racism within our community if we don't stop judging each other for, you know, dumb little things like that? You being somebody of a certain you know, racial or ethnic background and how, and, and you start a conversation with somebody else and you have to explicitly tell them that you don't date someone black. And I think that's very time consuming 
on the part of the person who is sending those messages. Because why, why, why take time out of your day to do that? Why take time out of your day to do that? You know, they were like, you know, I, and I said this to a friend and they said, well, they're just letting you know. I said, but he started the conversation with me. And they were like, wait, what? I said, interesting. I was like, why? I'm like, did you feel the need? Why did you feel the need to do that? Why do you, why do you feel the need to be disrespectful like that? Why do you have, why do you have to vocalize your self-hatred to somebody of a similar racial or ethnic background? Why did you take time out of your day to do that? I always wondered. And of course, I feel like to some degree, we all have that self-hatred. It's like we all hate ourselves about something. Why? I, I just don't. Why? It was, you know, like I said, societally, we've been shamed into talking about these things and normalizing, curing, not curing, but talking about and dealing with our own self-hate. So many people like, I don't, you know, so many of those in the community just just so damn lazy about it. They don't want to go deal with their problems. It's like, really? It's like some people feeling sympathetic. It's like, aren't you tired of that sometimes? Some people just aren't. It's not that they're not strong. It's not that they're not they're incapable. It's not that they're not incapable. It's just that they just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> doesn't make it any better. Just because you don't deal with it, just because you move somewhere new, doesn't mean it's going to go away. Just because you make a new group of friends doesn't mean the problem at hand goes away. Working on it is the key. You know, I, that that's pretty much it. And being hurtful towards other people because they have something that you don't. They've conquered something you haven't. They've been through something you haven't. Trust me. It may look like they have a better life than you. Just because they have these one or two great things going on. But everything else in their life could be going to shit. And you just don't know. Going on gossip and assumptions and insults just isn't the healthy way to go. Why put down your neighbor? Why put down your fellow Brother, sister, sibling. Why would you do that? Whether you like it or not, this is the community. And striving to make it better shouldn't be such a fucking chore every goddamn day you wake up. Because some people feel they want to be mean and nasty because they have a shitty life and some, some force in the world told them that they can be. It's like no one told you to wake up and be a cunt this morning. You just decided to be a cunt this morning. How about this? You know, if you really can't take it, how about you this? You take your bitch ass back to sleep and you sh and you just fuck off. You fuck off until you can find a reason to be positive today, tomorrow, the next day. I think that's the main part. You know, we, we, we thrive on negativity. We thrive on negativity. We thrive on gossip. We thrive on this fucking culture of just reading someone to filth and tearing people to shreds. Like, why you got to tear a bitch to, the sh to shreds? Why you got to fight a bitch in a bar, outside a bar, behind a bar? Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to sit up here and put someone down because of the color of their skin? Because someone's more feminine or someone's more masculine or someone's more this or someone's more that. Why do you have to put someone down like that? Why do you have to be disrespectful instead of seeing where things go? No one's willing to take a risk. No one's willing to take a risk. And that's why people who are popular and cute and all these other things, many of them, you won't realize you don't know their life. They could be they could be dying on the inside. And many of them are many of them are because they know within them they have the power, the potential to take these risks, but they just won't take them. Why? 
What do you have to be what do you have to be scared of? You have one life regardless. You might as well take some risks. You might as well stay consistent. Finding a way to do what makes you happy going in and just killing it. It's like we all have the ability to do it. So why aren't we doing it? Some people are willing to take that leap forward to be happy. You know what? I realize those people who looked at as weird. Those people who looked at as this. But guess what? They'll be making a shit ton more money than you. They'll be more content with who they are. Because the second you drop your ego, you drop your insecurities, and you drop that it's me, oh, it's me, woe, it's me, this, that, third, me, like you, you, you realize, you realize how much different life is. You begin to view life differently. You begin to smile more and mean it. You begin to go out and just do shit, great things and nice shit for people just because, whether you have it or whether you don't. You know, that that's the type of world, that's the type of community I live in. Not somebody who's going to step over you because, ill their shoes don't match or ill their socks are this or, ill I wouldn't wear that. Or fighting with other members of the community, you know, gay men fighting with lesbians or saying you wouldn't date somebody who's bi because you just don't do that. It's like, I get it. Everybody has a preference and everything is a choice. But there is a fine line between expressing a preference, politely expressing that you have a certain preference, you know, and being and being to some degree that closed minded and being disrespectful consistently, consistently and constantly for no fucking reason more than you just want attention. You want attention and you want someone to validate this bullshit. And when people don't say anything, they do. But when someone speaks up and they don't say anything and they risk getting kicked out of the cool cunty kid squad because whatever, they might be viewed as a shitty person. But guess what? Sometimes sticking up for what's right, even if losing everything is. Is the best thing to do. I always said, you know, if I could go out here and do great things, I would do it even if it meant taking a bullet in my head. If we have more people like that in the world, in the community, if, if we did world will be a better place but we just we just don't have that we just don't have that resource people just don't have that not enough not enough people in the world just in the world just don't have that mentality and that's why we always fall short of our goals many of us you know kicking certain habits and overcoming certain obstacles and hoops within life very few people jump over them and that's why they wind up being successful and others the majority just wind up being those who work for the successful people you can go to harvard and boston and brag for me all you want but guess what my self-education will be the reason that i'm your boss making way more than you do vice versa i could go to harvard like elon musk said i draw you know he said something about him dropping on like you know, he was like, I don't have an MBA from Harvard. But you know what's funny about those who have an MBA from Harvard? They work for me. I hire MBAs from Harvard. I may not be an MBA from Harvard, but I hire MBAs from Harvard. He could have gone to a much shittier school. Like, he could have gone to CUNY, CUNY Brooklyn or, uh, you know, or uh, a CUNY CSI. Like, he could have, him, Elon Musk and I could literally go to school together. Wouldn't matter. See, that's the thing. It's all clout and status that we've, we, that we as a community have brought into. And we've sort of just given each other shit about it. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the traumas that we experience as kids. But that doesn't give you the right to take it out on somebody who's probably had it the same way you did or worse. Because, again, we won't get anywhere. You know, we, we've bought in 
to just all the lies and shit we've, you know, that's been thrown at us our entire life. And while we really want to fight it, many of us just don't feel like we have the time to. And we wind up not getting anywhere. It's always all these excuses. It's always buying into the conditioning. Instead of fighting the conditioning for what it is. I mean, I, I still want to have faith in humanity. Maybe it's there, maybe it's not, but who knows? Who knows? Who really knows? You know, I, I just don't, you know? I truly want to believe that we can get past this instead of giving someone shit because they dress straight or giving someone shit because they don't watch Drag Race or do this or don't, you know, because they don't do that. You know, I'm more, you know, I'm less of a RuPaul's Drag Race, but I'm more of a Law & Order SVU type guy. If you like Law & Order SVU, we'll get along very well. If you like Law & Order, period, we'll get along well. I'm not a person who prefers Drag Race. Doesn't mean I don't like watching drag queens. It just means I don't want to watch RuPaul's Drag Race every day. I may not know much about that. I may not know much about the clubbing scene. And that's okay, too. Don't give someone shit because they don't know much about what you do. And also don't give a person a color shit because they're not white. You know? Don't buy into the psychological brainwashing that we've all been, you know, been brainwashed under. It's just not right. We have the power to actually shake this shit up. So start by shutting the fuck up when you need to shut the fuck up. And listen to those at hand. Hold that person's hand. Well, maybe not now. But hold, you know, actually hold the person's hand and listen to what they have to say. I hope you learn something from this. I really do. Next week, we're going to be talking about the Me Too movement. I mean, I want to talk about that mainly because I feel like I really want to ask the question, has it gone too far or not? Have a wonderful rest of your week. I'm Zoe. Thank you for joining me on this edition of Chakra Talk. Take care.